How many opportunities have you missed because you are too attached to your past baggage? In today's episode, we're going to address just that. Welcome to the Write Something Worthy podcast, where we teach emerging authors how to ditch the fear, confusion, and overwhelm of writing a bestseller-worthy non-fiction book. And now, your host, Tanya Brockett. As authors, especially those navigating the self-publishing route, there have been times when our expectations were not met. And throughout our adult lives, we've met disappointment, lackluster results, pain, and even failure. But that shouldn't keep us from experiencing the joy of success in the future. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to release the baggage of the past so you can be open to a brighter future. Greetings, Worthy Tribe. Tanya here, and I appreciate you joining me on this Write Something Worthy podcast. Let's talk about that heavy baggage you've been carrying around and see if we can change the narrative and restructure our stories for success. Can you think of a time when something bad or not so exciting happened and you vowed not to ever let it happen again. You know, think think back to old relationships. You had a bad breakup or you tried something and you failed at it. Like, I don't know, skateboarding. and Or you had a bad editing experience on your last book. Or you did a group presentation at the office and it totally sucked, but you gave 100%, your group did not. Or you grew up in a place where you had a lot of family arguments over money, and every time you think about money, you cringe. Try to think about some of those old patterns or old failures or things that held you back. Because if you can think back to that, then you can transmute that energy and change it into something better going forward. Now, when you think about that, think about the the feelings you felt when those things happened. What are the feelings that you had? Can you find the source of that? And if you can, then you can change the narrative about that situation so that you can release its grip on you. I admit that when things like that come up for me, I often use Ho'oponopono for releasing the negative energy around it. I learned it from one of my uh, clients and I have found that it allows me to regain a neutral position from uh, you know, an emotional standpoint at least, And that allows me then to not base my next move on that past emotion. Not always successful, but I I will say that it is an effort that I make. Another is EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique or Tapping. That's another tool for letting go of negative emotion. And, you know, both of these can be amazingly effective. But think about a time when you had something bad and you you said, you know what, I am never 
going to let that happen again. But when you think in those terms, your mind can create very strong emotions in your physical body. But those events, when they're tapped into those strong emotions, tend to cause us to hold on to them. <laughs> you know, it's as if, you know, it's somehow better to hold on to that ugly negative emotion than it would be to drop that daggum thing like a hot potato and leave it right then and there, right? It's just like, why do we hold on to that? That wasn't good. Why do we feel like we have to take that with us? But, you know, we do. As humans, we just do that. And it can be true, you know, holding on to something that happens that created a strong emotion can go both ways. Sometimes it's a, a good emotion. It's a happy emotion. It's joy. It's elation. It's excitement. That you can hold on to as well. But you can use that to your advantage. Oftentimes, the negative stuff comes back to haunt us again and again. One way that we can try to focus on using that strong emotion in a positive way is to focus on our successes. Focus on the things that made us feel good and gave us a positive feeling and we you know, we're excited or happy. And go as far as writing those moments down so that you'll remember them. Write down the emotion you felt at that time as well, not just the event. So you could say, you know, uh, I graduated from uh, grad school. And, you know, yay, that, that felt great. But if you could also tie that graduation to how incredibly proud you felt because you were the first in your family to not only graduate from college, but also graduate from graduate school and how proud you felt and how when you thought of your ancestors that made you that incredible feeling of joy and how you felt that they would be looking at you and thinking, oh my gosh, look what we created. This is awesome. So try to capture that emotion with it, not just the event itself, so that you can feel that positive energy when you reread it or when you remember it. You want to keep that positive emotion alive because emotion drives our experiences. And if we can have positive emotion, then we can drive and create more positive experiences. You know, one thing you can do also is what I have um, included in my Do Behave course. It is a log of your manifestations and miracles, whether they're big, small, it doesn't matter. In the Do Behave course, we have what's called a miracles roster. And it allows you, because part of what the course is about is, is helping you to learn how to manifest things that you want to create in your lives, part of what you want to do is actually see your success in doing so. So the Miracles roster was just designed to help you to remember the great feeling and successes you had at every step of your manifestation so that you knew it was possible for you, so that you knew you could do it again, right? You knew 
that it happened before that you were able to accomplish something and you need to remind yourself of that instead of focusing on something that goes wrong. So when you get to the point where you're starting to think on the negative uh, of a situation or the negative emotion surrounding something, pull out your miracles roster and, and look and remind yourself of all the great things that you've allowed yourself to create. It's a wonderful thing to do. It's a good experience. So I recommend that to you. Now, there's some times when something happens and you just subconsciously decide that you don't want to experience that pain or disappointment or embarrassment or upset again. But you don't sit up there and say, oh, well, I'm never going to do that again. You just have that feeling within you that says, oh, my God, never again. And like it's often you'll find that in an embarrassment situation, right? Because you can't, you don't necessarily say, boy, I'm never going to uh, drop my, you know, books again in the hallway and, and have everybody laugh at me. Because you can't really say that that's never going to happen again. So you're not necessarily saying subconscious or consciously that, oh, I'm never going to have that happen again. But you feel it. And every situation that led up to that point where you felt that embarrassment, you then mentally want to avoid. And so our brains can make that choice for us if we let it. And what our minds decide is true is what is acted upon in our bodies and our behavior. So we can associate those negative emotions to something that we perceive or experience. And then years later, when faced with something similar or similar in circumstances or an environment, even if it's different, we respond in that same negative way or have that same aversion or we reject it or we sabotage something so that it does work out that way because that's the experience we had before. Here's an example. You may have had a friend when you were a kid who betrayed you. It really hurt, right? You're a kid and, oh, man, I put all my trust in them and they stabbed me in the back. Gosh, that hurt. You, you were just so devastated that your trust in them was abused and misused and misplaced. So now as an adult, you manifest that in your life and keep it alive when you don't trust your colleagues that say that they're going to do a particular task at work and you micromanage all of your projects, everything that everybody does. You may not consciously think, oh, gee, I don't trust them because, you know, my friend back in <laughs> grade school stabbed me in the back. But your body, your actions reflect it anyway because your mind believes that you can't trust even those closest to you. And because your mind chooses to believe it, you act on it. Your behavior exhibits it. And if you continue to function that way and you continue to allow that past hurt to affect your current circumstances, you could stymie your growth on the job because of your failure to delegate or something because you don't trust anybody. So you can see how even though it's something that happened long ago in an entirely different way, 
it can manifest in our lives at a later time if we don't choose to release the baggage. And when you make a decision to avoid reliving past pain, whether it's conscious or otherwise, you have to, or no, you don't have to, you have agreed to carry the baggage of it. So when you say, you know, I'm going to keep living this pain, I'm going to, oh, the last time I, this is what happened the last time, so I'm going to pick up that bag again and let me lug it around some more. So how heavy is that bag, right? How long are you going to tote it around with you? (laughs) We see this in our our friends and our lives all the time. As an adult, you know, if you were cheated on in a relationship, for example, if it happened once, but you dwell on it and you second guess everybody, everything that your new significant other does and you, um, you're you afraid that they're going to cheat on you and, you know, eventually you're going to get what you're looking for. What you spend all of your energy and focus on is what you are going to attract in your life or what you are going to expand in your current reality. So you will manifest that which you spend your energy on, negative or positive. And that means if you keep fearing that your significant other is going to cheat on you, you will create circumstances and events that makes that more and more likely. And is that really what you want? If it's not what you want, why are you looking for it? So when would cleaning the slate be easier than dragging the baggage? Why not focus on the good things in your relationship and the the activities and emotions that make you happy instead of dragging that old suitcase around all the time? You know, it's like, man, geez, and back then the suitcases didn't even have wheels. And man, I've got to really lug this heavy thing. And uh, it's awkward. It's painful. It's drudgery. Why do we want to continue to hold the baggage? Let's release it. Because quite frankly, especially like in relationships, you know, Others are going to eventually grow weary of helping you to lug that baggage around. It's like you need to get over yourself so that we can have a life right here, right now. Get out of the past. Let go of that bag back there. And let's focus on our here and now. Release the baggage. Release the baggage. The idea here is that you you don't want to let the negative effects from previous events keep you from your future opportunities. You've got to clean your slate so that you can move into new circumstances with an open mind and a greater chance of success. Now, how, you know, why do I need to hear this as an author? Well, I have met authors who feel that they've been burned by self-publishers or editors, ghostwriters, other publishing professionals, etc. So um, 
when we, you know, meet at a meeting or an event or something like that, they're often carrying that baggage with them, right? And me, being a publishing professional, I'm a ghostwriter, a book coach, I'm here to help you to actually publish, right? And they feel like, oh, well, people who help you get published actually will just take your money and run. And the reality is that's not true. That was your experience one time, and you have attached an emotional trigger to that but that does not mean that's what has to happen in your future. But I can usually feel that energy, right? And so I work to release any negative energy I hold, any negative energy in me that allowed us to connect in the first place. And then I try to provide as much value as I can so that they can feel the difference between me and that past experience and recognize that it's a separate event. We are separate entities, separate individuals, a separate time and place. Just because you had baggage back then doesn't mean that you've got to carry it with you now. So when people feel that and they can just relax and allow themselves to receive my wisdom and my desire to see them succeed as authors, then they can just step into their new potential future and see themselves as the successful authors I know they can become, whether or not they feel like they could have done that before. So if an author allows past hurts to keep them from releasing their next book into the world, they're not only hurting themselves, they may very well be hurting all the ideal readers out there who are waiting for their message. Think of all those people that are deprived of your words because somebody somewhere, sometime in the past has made you feel bad or embarrassed you or uh, made you do something that you regretted or what have you. Let that go. Let go of the baggage and trust that your highest good is being served in every next or present moment so that you can enjoy the benefits of the new opportunities that arise. Now, I understand that releasing baggage may also require forgiveness, and that's not an easy thing for a lot of people. But you have to remember that forgiveness doesn't mean that you have to accept or condone someone's behavior or you don't have to like what they put you through or what their behavior did to you or how it made you feel. Forgiveness releases its impact on you. Forgiveness is all about liberating you from the, the grip of negative emotions that were instigated by others. So you can choose to respond negatively based on other people's actions, or you can choose to respond positively for yourself and stop giving them the power over you. Take your power back and drop your baggage. It no longer serves you. It is not helping you to make good decisions. It is not helping you to seize opportunities. It's not helping you to even see the ideas that are there for you to fulfill. It is blinding you to the greatness that lies before you. Drop the baggage. 
You don't need it or want it anyway. You complain about it. You moan. You blame other people for it. Why don't you just stop all that? Release the baggage. Others could care less. Well, they couldn't care less about whether you harbor a grudge or whether you're still dwelling on it because they've probably forgotten about it and you. Let go and free yourself. Release the baggage. One way that you can help yourself to release that baggage is to surround yourself with positive people, places, and things. Nouns. Surround yourself with positive nouns. Listen to this podcast whenever you need to be inspired or, you know, you want to write your next best book and you want to do it with positive energy. Review your miracles roster that you started keeping after today so that you're reminded of the good things that you created. Create a vision board if you want uh, for the things that you want to create next, the positive, the good, the wonderful things that you can look forward to and be excited about. Or listen to um, a fun playlist. This is one thing I love to do. Create a playlist of positive music that makes you happy the moment it starts playing. So do something that makes you feel good instead of dwelling on the baggage that you've got or that you've had for who knows how long. Read a good book that inspires you. That's always a great way to start or end a day, for example. Reading something positive, gaining something good from what's out there so that you can clean your slate and choose to respond more positively to future conditions. It's going to be for your highest good. Release the baggage. It no longer serves you. It is time now for our abundant author affirmation. Write it down if it resonates with you. Post it wherever you'll see it and say it throughout your day to keep your heart happy and your subconscious mind aware of it. I have decided to let go of baggage so I can grab opportunity. I have decided to let go of baggage so I can grab opportunity. And with that, we are complete. Remember that when you hold too tightly to past hurts and failures, you won't have a free hand to grab hold of future opportunities. Acknowledge your past. Thank it for being there so that you can get where you are now. And, and use whatever tools resonate with you to release the negative energy of the past. Ho'oponopono, EFT, affirmations, vision boards, miracle rosters, whatever it is that will help you to let go of the energy of the past and remind you of the greatness that lies before you. And then open yourself up for better prospects and greater success by releasing your baggage. Let me know how you release your baggage today. I would love to hear what works for you. And I hope that you'll take a moment also to download, subscribe, and join our worthy tribe for that tribe-only content 
that supports you in your writing and your publishing journey. Thanks for listening today. You've been listening to the Write Something Worthy podcast with Tonya Brockett. If you'd like to know more about today's topic, find show notes, relevant links, and more at writesomethingworthy.com. Have a question or something to add to the conversation? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at writesomethingworthy.com. Please take a moment to leave an honest review on your favorite podcast platform. These reviews help us to improve our show and help us to spread the word. If you know anyone who would enjoy these episodes, please share it with them. Have a wonderful week and we hope you join us next Wednesday for another fabulous episode. 